Hello, In No Time Talk. I am here today with creative artist and soap artisan businesswoman, Miss Kimberly Clayton. How are you doing today, Miss Kimberly? I'm doing very well today. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me um, and talking to me. I'm so excited because um, I met Kimberly through another businesswoman, great businesswoman, Bree. Um, of Vanity Boutique, and when I came into your shop, well, before I came into your shop, I um, looked at your website, and I saw the piece that you did on, I believe it was um, UNC PBS? Mm-hmm. UNC right? TV. Yeah, yeah UNC TV. And um, I was really intrigued, um, first of all, about how you started, like the reason why you started creating your soaps and what it has evolved to. So I just really wanted to talk to you um, to get some more insight uh, as a businesswoman because I'm inspired by you. Um, so where did it all begin? Wow. So it began around 2006. It's hard to believe that it's been 13 years, at least 13 years since I made my first bar of soap. Um, but it started because I had family members who suffered from eczema. And um, we discovered that a simple ingredient, shea butter, was really good for easing that, um, that itchy, scaly, dry feeling. Mm-hmm. So we were using shea butter, but going back and using the soaps and stuff out of the stores. And it was kind of undoing what the shea butter was doing for their skin. But I was totally unaware of a lot of things that I ended up finding out, right? Mm-hmm. So I found out about it. I started researching to try and figure out like, what's going on. You know, the shape is working, but the, it seems like the soaps are drying them all out all over again. So I started researching and just, um, I found out about sulfates and, um, and um, fragrances and dyes and the effect that that can have on anybody. Mm-hmm. But especially those people who have um, skin conditions like eczema, psoriasis, or sensitive skin. Sulfates in particular dry and strip your skin like completely. And so um, after finding that, you know, armed with that information, I went back out and said, okay, um, let me see if I can find some ways to, um, to purchase natural soaps that don't have these harmful ingredients in it. So did that for a little while and it was really expensive, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a family of eight at the time. It was, they're still a family of eight, but some of them are adults now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so it was really expensive to go out and buy these natural soaps. And in the area where I live in eastern North Carolina, um, we, we live in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. In that area, it wasn't something that was readily available. You know, like we would have to go to like the markets and the, you know, the, over in the Triangle area right. or then either order stuff online. Um, and it was just not really convenient. And so I started researching soap making and looking for ways that I could incorporate the ingredients that worked for um, my family into um, the soap. And so that's how it got started. Um, And I will never forget, though, the first time that I made soap, right? Mm -hmm. I could not believe it. I was like, oh, my God, it Mm -hmm. it works. It came together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was so excited. So, you know, it was just like a byproduct of trying to find something to... Um, help my family but I fell in love mm-hmm. with it first time you know there were some things I didn't know though I went right out the next day mm-hmm. gave some to my neighbors mm-hmm. gave some to the people at work didn't realize that it was a whole process that was supposed to happen after mm-hmm. it was made you know it's supposed to cure um, but they used it and it didn't hurt them you know mm-hmm. so um, all is well but that's how it got started so the inspiration was um, all about 
helping my family um, mm-hmm. and people in my family who suffer from, right. from Mexico. And now you're helping the the community yes. in the neighborhood. Yes. You know, because I'm um, the vibe that I'm getting is like soaps of healing, healing soaps mm-hmm. that you do. Um, and one of the other things that stood out to mm-hmm. me in your story was how you went into um, Whole Foods. Yes. Yes. And that really stood out because I'm the same way when it comes to if I am if if I get a, a vision about mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. or you know a thought about something I act on it and just act in faith because yes, that's yes. what you did. Absolutely. Uh, can you just tell us about that story? Oh yeah, I love to tell that story. So um, again, I started uh, making the soaps in 2006 just for my family. In mm-hmm. 2009 um, was when I actually first started to sell them. So those three years was just research, like perfecting my craft. So in 2009, I started the business and I wrote a business plan. I wrote everything that I wanted to do in that plan. Um, And one of those things that was on my original business plan was um, to be in the Whole Foods market. Mm. Um, Didn't happen until several several years later. Um, In 2012, I became full-time. I opened up this retail location. So I've been at this retail location full-time for um, seven years, a little bit over seven years. Um, but as soon as I had the time, on, but I never forgot that thing that mm-hmm. I wanted right. to do, right? I wrote mm-hmm. it down and I just kind of let it be and I worked on the things that I could to make it happen. So fast forward, um, I think it was around 2013, um, a year after being in mm-hmm. here, I went and um, I walked into one of the Whole Foods stores. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who was actually selling like supper sauce and he was doing a demo there that mm-hmm. day. And then I went in, so I went in and I talked to him and I took a picture with him. Um, I went to the section where the soap um, is sold at, and there was like a little empty, um, there was a little empty space on that shelf, right? Took a picture of that empty space, right? (laughs) Took a picture of the Whole Foods store outside the sign, and Mm -hmm. I bought some of his supper sauce and a couple Mm -hmm. of other things. Took a picture of the bag, and I made this... um, I made this collage. This this photo is actually on my Instagram at the bad place. Like I put it on my Instagram, and I'm glad I did. Um, and I wrote something up there, like a disclaimer that you know we are not currently affiliated with Whole Foods. But I pointed to that space on the shelf in the picture. And I was like, as you can see, there's space on the shelf. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I posted that out there, and um, just let it be. And I was like, yeah, I'm bold enough. And actually, I wish I had had a. Um, bar of soap with me I probably would have sat it on the on the shelf right. and took the picture right and so I just did that and I, I let it be and I came back um and I started I just made a list and um of the local stores the stores that were in North Carolina mm-hmm. and I started calling and they I found out that they have buyers on site started calling asking to speak with the buyer seeing if I could can I send you some products for you to try and I just kept going until I found that one buyer who was willing to take a chance on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I eventually did, and she's in that video. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, well, that's not the end of that process. Mm-hmm. After you get a buyer who wants to, um, who agrees to do it, then they have to push it up. So it has to go through the regional. So they have to send it to the regional office in Georgia, and they scrutinize the product. They, you know, test it. So now when I buy stuff from there, I know that it has been and, through the yeah. ringer. Like I trust it because it took me over a year and a half of constant. Even after getting a buyer that believed in me, it still mm-hmm. took a year and a half to um, get my product through the process and to right. get it into Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally, um, I went back like. It was a, it was over a year since that post, even since that post or mm-hmm. so it was over a year 
and some change. Um, and I went back and like reposted on that post, you mm-hmm. know, just to show people, just to because when I see things like that, it increases my faith, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I said, like, that would do the same thing for other people. Yes. And just to go back and see, like, I still have to look at it sometimes. Like, you're able to create that just from a thought in your in your mind, and then to see it in your hands is yes. even um, oh goodness, that just blows my mind. I would think about like with this place here. I um, I was at work one day, and when I used to work. Um, I'll say that I did that as I I owned it as if it was mine. I was faithful in that thing, right? But still knowing mm. that I had other things that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? But one day at my desk, um, I had to say that before I say this because I did this. This this thing just hit me, right? I'd already written my um, business plan. I was already in business and still working part time, so I was selling online and doing that kind of thing. And so, but I was at my desk one day and something just hit me and I got grabbed a piece of paper and I started drawing. I still have that drawn too. I drew this place that I'm in right now. Like I drew it, the layout. It's almost exactly um, what it is like right now, like to the aprons. You guys can't see it, but aprons hanging on the wall, the, mm-hmm. the table in the center, mm-hmm. um, the area where I can make product in the front, the retail, in the, I mean, the, in the back where I can make product, the retail in the front. And so... Um, and now to to stand in it so i'm a huge believer in um in uh, manifesting Mm -hmm. and our ability to manifest whatever it is that we can see Mm -hmm. um yeah so what about the um your resilience if you said something about you being faithful in the in the thing that you were doing still you know until this came along so you had a a knowing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that even though you were still in the the process of um getting all your business straight mm-hmm. of you know mm-hmm. of this really becoming what you wanted you in in that process you still kept faithful to your other obligations of what you were doing oh so yeah. that that took a lot of um i would say um resilience mm-hmm. and and in order for you to to keep going and i know for uh, young entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and people who are wanting to start mm-hmm. um, a business, I feel like that's good for them to to hear oh, because yeah. even no matter how long it mm-hmm. seems like a second, because you said it took a, a year, the, a gap mm-hmm. um, that year gap for Whole Foods oh, to yeah. to say yes to yeah, your product, yeah, right? Yes, it did. Yep, yes. I had to keep calling and calling and calling. But that, that you make a really good point. I'd I love to talk about that. Like when I was still in my job mm-hmm. um, and to stay focused and to stay faithful to that to that job was probably one of the wisest things that I've ever mm-hmm. done. I didn't realize how much of the stuff that I was doing I would use in this, um, in this business that I have right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing it right now, actually. I, everything... There were so many things um, that I learned in the corporate world that I use today. Um, And at the time, I was ready. I was ready to, I felt like I was ready Mm -hmm. (laughs) to come out of work and do this full time. Mm -hmm. But had I left any moment earlier than I did, when the doors just kind of flung open for me, then I wouldn't have gained a lot of the things. Like some of the things I did was project management Mm -hmm. um, at my old job. I'm running a project right now Mm -hmm. for my business that if I had not been faithful, if I had not been um, 
attentive to the things that were going on in my job. I wouldn't know how to run a project like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a that was a training ground for me, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know it. Mm. It was like a training ground. All the things that I needed in order to um, to run this business successfully, mm-hmm. most of those things I learned um, in that in that job Mm -hmm. Um, project management analysis i did a lot of um, forecasting and reporting um, that kind of thing stuff that i have to use here i went through um, this lean six sigma um, process management thing where you can go in and you can look at a process i looked at a loan process and looked at ways to like timed it and looked at ways to make it run faster better um, cheaper more efficiently Mm -hmm. Um, that's stuff that i'm able to use in my business had i not known how to um, how to operate a lean business, I might not have lasted seven years, especially at the time that I came into downtown Rocky Mount, there was not a lot happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to have other ways of, um, well, I had already established an online business mm-hmm. and, you know, working on wholesale. So, but still, um, it, there was not much happening down here. Okay. Seven years ago, it's still on the, it's still building right now, right. but just say seven years ago, there was really, had I not known how to to operate a lean business, which I learned from my employment, mm-hmm. then I don't know if I would have survived. Mm-hmm. So you have to, I just encourage everybody, no matter where you are in your career, if you know that you're somewhere that you don't necessarily want to be, um, but you want to be an entrepreneur, I encourage you to keep your eyes open for the opportunities that are in front of you mm-hmm. within that organization or that place that you work at. Even mm-hmm. if it's McDonald's and you're learning customer service skills and how to deal with people and how to deal with personalities mm-hmm. there's always a seed of equal or greater benefit within that um, within wherever you have been placed um, that you may not recognize mm-hmm. at the time but as time goes on you'll you'll encounter it again in that place where you want to mm-hmm. be so nothing is wasted nothing's mm. wasted it's all about um, perspective yes yeah. you have that the the perspective and the awareness that something that you were doing was going to be able to to help you and support you along your way yeah. uh, eventually. Yeah. I love that. So there's no time wasted. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Um, your soaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not tried any yet, which I am going to. Okay. But I will say the smell in your shop. <laughs> first <laughs> Thank of you. All, as soon as you Thank walk you. in, it's just so relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could just tell that you put a lot of love and care mm-hmm. into what you are doing just by the presentations mm-hmm. of you. the soap um, and your soaps they look edible thank you um, <laughs> they look so so yummy um, so where can they find you on um, social media Instagram website okay so I am the bath place on everything so my website is thebathplace.com is t-h-e-b-a-t-h P-L-A-C-E is spelled just regular.com. Facebook, forward slash The Bath Place. Instagram, at The Bath Place. Awesome. And um, can you tell us about some of the new things? I know you say you were um, oh, yeah. working on a lot of new things and a lot of things were shifting and happening mm-hmm. for you. Can you let oh, us yeah. in on some of that? Yeah, absolutely. So I am now, I just got my keys yesterday. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> so I'm in the process of, um, this is another thing that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. I talked about it in that video, which that video was a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. creating a manufacturing um, facility. Uh-huh. I call it a creation mm-hmm. facility now. Um, it's not because it's not manufacturing. It'll still be people doing it with their hands. It'll just okay. be more people. So um, I'm in the process now of um, starting a um, uh, creation facility where my soaps will be made 
um, at, a, at a larger location. So I'm going to wow. employ um, local people. Uh, I'm going to work with the reentry program first, which if you're not familiar with reentry programs, these are people who have been um, formerly incarcerated, mm -hmm. um, who might have criminal records and that kind of thing, and they just need a chance to start. So that'll be my first. Um, so I'm looking to employ people um, from those programs first to give folks like some job training, um, just a chance. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people just need a chance. Right. Um, but yeah, so I need that facility to um, be able to grow, to be able to meet the demand for products so that I can, right now we're in um, five Whole Foods stores and I want to be in, wow. I want to um, 10 times that over the next couple of years. So um, and this is the start of it, that, that creation facility. And I also, I feel really good to be able to um, give opportunities to people in my, my local um, area. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so that's, that's what's happening next. I'm really excited about it. That's beautiful. Yeah. I would you. like to say on behalf of the community, thank you. Because thank you. The, thank to you. be able to create opportunities for other people, mm -hmm. that, that is a, a blessing. Thank you. And like I said, um, you, I'm inspired by you and your story of just um, seeing something grow. I'm a, a witness of that, of manifestation and having that thought and acting on it in mm -hmm. faith and going forth. But um, I'm, I'm so inspired by you and proud you. of you thank being you. able to create this and all that it's evolved to. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Miss Kimberly. My thank pleasure. you so much. My pleasure. Awesome.